Hello, welcome to In Between Games with me, Big Frank G, and my co-host Hillian Jack. Say hello, Hillian Jack. Goodbye. The enthusiasm is riveting in this podcast already. Let's go. I don't know if you heard me. I said goodbye. That's actually the end of the podcast. It's over. Shit. Okay, guys, I'll see you all next week. Now for a very long post-credits thing of... Uh... It probably sounds <laughs> like talking about all the shit we were going to talk about. Yeah, but that's it. This is all post credits now. Yeah. Don't blame me if you didn't listen to it because I don't know if anyone does. <laughs> <laughs> but we do love you if you do. And if you don't, mm. provided you are listening to some of it, you can have a portion of my love equivalent to the percentage yeah. that you listen to. Yeah, we could love up like a cake. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you should. <laughs> You should only give love to people who give it back. That's that's how the world works. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how love works. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of love, well, not really, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that I've been on my own for two weeks. There we go. I segued it perfectly. Where have you been? <laughs> also, right, to start with, one, fuck you that you've loved it. Uh, <laughs> In two, you'll never guess where I've been, Jack. <laughs> does it involve fishing? It does. I'm fucking hooked. No pun intended. Wait. No pun intended. No. Oh. Nah, fuck that. I'm keeping. I'm getting rid of the bit where you said no pun intended. Alex, putting a lot of effort into these post credits, Jack. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, I went. I went. I went fishing. Um. Took a fancy new phone, so I had signal while I was there. Oh, okay. So that was pretty good. Is it like one of them fancy like military satellite it phones? Pretty like much, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I got it off an old park ranger, but based off the local parks near us, I wasn't expecting it to go so well. I wasn't expecting it to work. Yeah. It's a Nokia thirty three ten, but with built in Wi Fi and everything, it was oh it was well fancy. Sounds yeah. fancy. I don't know how built-in Wi-Fi really helps, but... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, built-in I Wi-Fi? I don't know, I just constantly had internet. Like a built-in route? Yeah, it was so strange. I don't know what it was connected to. Probably Atlantis. Atlantis has got a really good routers, so... <laughs> um, however, I did not visit Atlantis, but I did fall asleep on my boat because I got really addicted to a Pokemon browser game called Poker Clicker over these two weeks. Um, and do you know what? No idea how to describe it, but I, I'm I'm pretty obsessed. Uh, <laughs> Is it like just an idle game? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Like Cookie Clicker back in the day. Yeah, it basically is the same thing. Um, <laughs> but it's Pokemon, so I was instantly hooked. That was an intended pun, but I feel like I've used it too much. You could say that it caught you. Yeah, it did. Um, I've sunk a lot of hours into it. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, um, yeah, so (laughs) I ended up falling asleep on my little fishing boat because I I must have just, like, passed out playing too much poker clicker on my fancy Nokia 3310. You know, it probably took a lot of uh, energy and commitment to commit such a glorious game. Yeah, it, it did. It did. It was good, though. I got woke up by, like, like a bit too hard of a nudge. 
Um, so I was like, oh shit, is this the Star Mart or anything like that? It fucking wasn't. There was about 20 fucking ships, right? And one of them had crashed into me. Bricks. <laughs> but, New was sat there on this big fancy front. Um, Admiral Nelson. Nah, fucking Gundy of the Goat. Mad. He's, uh, turns out he'd started some sort of, like, like rebellion and uh, a lot of people worshipped him as some sort of goat god and like He's probably quite upset that you just left him behind well i thought that i was like oh fuck dear like i didn't didn't really give a proper attempt at rescuing him um so i was i, I was a bit panicky but uh he still classed me as a friend um oh that's good bit awkward he did ask me to milk him i thought you yeah, he's a he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's not delve too much into that one. Yeah. But I thought it was weird that people were worshipping a ghost. Like, to us, that could be, like, some, like, satanic cult thing. These guys thought it was pretty, pretty normal. Anyway, but fuck it. I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with Gundia. So it was all good. It was all good. We just, we just chilled out. Lent some, some goat, sh- goat sea shanties. What, like, bar bar black sheep? Ooh, you can't call them that. Now you can't call them sheep. Um, he doesn't like them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> bar bar billy goat. There you go. Yeah. So it it, it, it was it was interesting. Uh, my favourite one kind of went along the lines of like. Um, <laughs> that was quite a good one. It was dead catchy because everyone got involved. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was great. They 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 kind of like tied my my little fishing boat up onto one of theirs, so like we didn't lose it, so I could come home. But other than that, it was quite nice. It was it was a lot more chill. Um, there was no like pillaging or anything this time around, which was of course lovely. Um, but I just you know, Gundia, if you're out there, I hope you're doing really well, and I hope all your loyal loyal fo- followers continue to worship you. Also, I apologise for calling you a sheep. Yeah, and Jack apologises for calling you a sheep. We're teaching him. We're teaching him. Um, but They're yeah, that's all the same. Too. They're all four-legged and fluffy. You tell that to, to Gundia's skinhead. I will. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I had a good time. Good. I'm glad. Um... So you clearly had a good time because apparently you loved having two <laughs> weeks with me away. So what have you done that's made it so fucking lovely? Uh, literally nothing exciting. <laughs> What's I'm new? Glad. I'm glad my absence creates dullness. Yeah. That's all I can well, say. so does your presence, apparently. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and that's the end of the post-credits. Um, no, I, uh, obviously I played some more Elden Ring, still keeping up the streak. Uh, I could pretty much finish it at any point now, just mopping up some quests that I missed the first time, stuff like that. Not particularly exciting. Uh, I played some Nier Automata. Um, which... Neo's Ultimato? Yeah. Is that like the Matrix yeah, reboot? Yeah, it's, it's a spin-off to, um, Enter the Matrix, which is a great game, by the way. Uh, well, we're going to have an interesting conversation later. <laughs> it was Path of Neo that was disappointed. End of the Matrix was Pog. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, 
played some Nier Automata, forgot how crazy that game is, and also a little bit janky, not gonna lie. People might come Probably. after me for that one. Um, yeah, bring on, you don't know where we live. I played it twice, and I haven't picked it up since because it's a bit boring. Maybe, oh. maybe I just need to, like, because I'm playing it to platinum it, maybe I just need to play it to enjoy it. Which I don't know if I can do that, but whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> I got the um, Skywalker Saga Lego Star Wars uh, and played that for a couple of hours. Decided to start with the newest trilogy because I thought, let's get the shit one out of the way. Uh, yeah. And, How you painful know, was that? I did two levels. Or maybe I did one <laughs> level. Did I do... I did one level... <laughs> Um, and a lot of walking around in the semi-open world just punching things to get money. Ah, okay, okay. Um, but it's dope. It's got really, like, nice shooting and cover mechanics and stuff, and it's just, like, upgraded from, like, the other LEGO games and stuff. It feels like... It doesn't feel like they've just gone, ah, oh, we made the Star Wars games before, let's put them in a package and just sell it. It definitely feels like a proper game in a bit okay. right? Um, and I can't wait to actually play the stories I care about because fuck the new trilogy. Yeah. Well, if if we actually ever see each other, Jack, I'd, I'd happily do co-op. Well, that was also part of my reasoning because I was like, if we're going to co-op it, we might as well co-op the bits that are fun. Yeah. Just, I'll just I'll take one for the team and I'll do the shit ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I think we'd make a good combo as uh, Ray and Kylo. Yeah. Um, best best love story Ray ever who? in sci-fi. Ray Shields. <laughs> yeah, let's start with episode one. Let's get Ray Shields out the way. <laughs> That's episode three, that man. Bollocks. Anyway, it is. Um, so that's pretty good. Uh, did I play anything else? No, I didn't. <laughs> that's all I've done. Did you manage to get any of the stuff you were looking forward to done while you were chilling with Gundyr? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> don't even remember what they were. No, me neither. <laughs> ah, fuck. Um, probably not. No. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yes. I'm 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 not I'm not fussed, I'm not fussed. And um actually yeah, I imagine you'll talk about that later. I was gonna mention the YouTube, but I imagine you'll do that in the What are you looking forward oh, to? Oh shit, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it for that. Alright, I'll just cut this bit out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me that fucked that up guys, just uh just wanna throw that out there. Well it was a bit of both, wasn't it? Cause you could have just gone yeah, I'll mention it later. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it is you introduce the next bit, so. Uh, oh yeah, it is. Shit. Um. Fuck. Uh, um, Jack. Yeah. There was one thing I was going to talk to you about this week. Okay. Um, I was wondering. Do you think there's been 
Oh shit, hey. I didn't talk about my bread. I didn't talk about it. Sorry, mate, you're only in the post credits. There's <laughs> nothing important in these. People might be interested, I think. <laughs> um, so what, what happened with your bread, Jack? As, as, <laughs> as described on previous episodes, I've been doing a baking challenge at work, and I did a practice run of the bread, which I can't remember if that was before or after an episode. I think it was just after. That bread right. turned out amazing. Um, if I, I think I did talk about it, because I think the way we recorded, we recorded late. But anyway, that bread was amazing. That was the practice one, so it didn't mean anything. It was just nice bread. Um, yeah. The next week rolled around for the far, the actual competition. Uh, I did everything the same, baked my bread, blah, blah, blah. It split in the middle for some reason as it was rising. So that went in the bin. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Well, actually, there was a few steps in between it rising weird and going in the bin. The main one was I got frustrated and just left it in the oven because I was <laughs> annoyed, so I just let it burn and then put okay. it in the bin. Um, I did try some of it, and it was nice, to be fair, the, the non the non-burns bit, burnt bits. So then, anyway, I, I did it again, um, and that one rised weird. I didn't let that one burn because I thought, well, I've got enough dough left to try one more time. If the next one's worse than this one, I'll, I'll use that one. Uh, so I did it a third time. The third one, it rose weird, but not as bad as the other two. So that was my final entry. That sounds like you're talking about my erections. Uh, I'm not. I'm talking about bread. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that one got submitted. It hasn't been judged yet because of the uh, Easter holidays over here in the UK. People were getting back late and stuff. So the, Wait, the... Jack, are you in the UK? Yeah. You're my... telling me we could have been scheduling these in much earlier in the day? No. <laughs> so Never mind. it hasn't been judged well it's been judged but I haven't got the, the results yet of how it went and stuff but a lot of people have told me it was delicious and some people have told me that of the ones they've tried it was the favourite one so I'm feeling fairly confident for this week I uh, don't think I'll win because I've tried bread from some of the other contestants and it's amazing so I must stay absolutely cock it up I still think they'll beat me but I'm, t- I'm thinking top half finish Oh shit, that's, that's impressive. That's Bearing my... in mind, I know Jack long enough to know he's not someone that bakes. No, no. Like, this is your first time baking pretty much doing this, isn't it? It is. My first ever thing that I've baked outside of Tom and Jerry cupcakes was um, was the biscuits I made two, three weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and then my first attempt with bread, uh, bread ever was the practice one that I did, which was amazing. And then my second and third attempts were the ones that... Uh, didn't yeah, get submitted that's, that's, and then uh... my fourth ever bake was the one that's gonna gonna that's I think, pretty, do really well pretty banging bro yeah. pretty banging and I also made some lembus bread in my free time nice how does it feel to be pog yeah it feels pretty good uh, lembus bread was delicious if I do say so myself yeah I mean I didn't have any because I was away but <laughs> I'd imagine it was absolutely scrumptious and very moorish I'll definitely be making some more at some point. But yeah, that was the bread story. Now you can carry on talking to me about okay. whatever you wanted to talk to me about. So, Jack, I wanted to ask you. <laughs> do you think there's ever been any, like, really poorly titled video games? I do. So, like, not even, like, like batshit weird. Um, you know, there was, there was a... <laughs> there was a DS game that was basically a Korean dictionary called Touch Dick. <laughs> I'm not thinking like that level of weird but like just 
odd. Yeah, just Do you know like, what I mean? Like, it just didn't feel right. Yeah. I've got a, a few. Uh, well, I've got three. Right. We're fucked. So I'll um, hit... Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, go, 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 go. I'll hit Let you me with hear my, these. my first one. And my first one is Kingdom Hearts 358 <laughs> over two days. <laughs> so, interestingly... I put on my list most Kingdom Hearts side games. Well, <laughs> there's what the 2.8 final chapter prologue or yeah, something, and it's like, what the fuck are you? What are you? Just don't be 2.8. Just call it Kingdom Hearts 2 Complete Edition or something like that. Don't call it 2.8. Be it. Yeah. Um, and also there's Birth by Sleep, whatever that means. Yeah. But I yeah. think the worst of them is definitely. 358 over two days. Yeah. I'm sure that, I don't get it. I'm sure for the people that have spent 60 years trying to work out the lore of Kingdom Hearts, that makes sense. But for your average person just looking at a game on a shelf, I'm like, what? Like, what does that mean? Shut up. Yeah. No wonder I've never fucking got into Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's fucking... It's just... And the thing with Kingdom Hearts as well, is like you said about the 2.8 and stuff, it's like just... Which ones do I actually need to play? Because there's one, <laughs> 1. 1.5, 1.5 remix or some shit, and then there's like Birth by Sleep, fucking 358 of two days. There's like the the rhythm game that I can't remember the name of. Then there's like two, yeah. If 2. anybody 5, knows, please 2. let us know. 2.8 prologue, like just be if, just give them normal names and move on. Yeah, amateurs. So yeah, that was that. Like as soon as we spoke about that question, obviously the first thing that came to mind was 358 over two days. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Just so stupid. Um, and I don't think that's one of the ones I played actually. I think Birth by Sleep's the the spin-off that I played. Yeah, um, I believe it was. I the believe card it was. game one that was awful. Yeah. Um. What about you? What what, what you got? Um. So there was a certain game that came out in 2005 that really tickled me. Okay. King Kong. Or, if I can look by its correct title, yeah. Peter Jackson's King Kong, the official game of the movie. Yeah. Like, why? Why? You could have even just put Peter Jackson King Kong if you wanted your name on it. Or just call it Peter, like, just call it King Kong brackets 2005. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck was going on with that? Oh, damn it, Peter Jackson. You only made that filming game because, you know, you still needed to pay people for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, That game was quite good, though, to be fair. God, the game was fantastic, but the title was so fucking annoying. Like, yeah. whoever actually called it by that? Imagine if he did the same thing for, like, Lord of the Rings. Like, Peter Jackson's uh, The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, the official movie game. <laughs> fucking horrible. Absolute Mate, we, horror. We ran out of recording time just saying that name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, imagine if Peter Jackson done the Lego Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Peter Jackson's The Lego The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, the official Lego official movie game. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. That's gross as shit, isn't it? That is gross as shit. Also, just a side note, if you're listening, Peter Jackson, make the Lego company finish the Hobbit game, please, because there's only the first two episodes and I want to finish the third one even though it doesn't exist. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, Peter. I know you're listening. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject, though, of putting 
brackets 2005 at the end, which would have been a more efficient way to do it. My second one is when remakes of games have the same title as the like not remakes but like reboots have the same title like God of War or Doom. I was about to say, are you gonna are you gonna shit on God of I'm War? I'm gonna shit on God of War. Just call it just call it something else. Call it God of War Four. Call it I don't know God yeah. of War Return. You know. Well, the next one's called God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, it is. Like they, so they could, they could, they could have definitely done something. Yeah, or the, you know, they could have called it God of War Norse or fucking Viking or something. I was going to say Ragnarok, but obviously that is the second one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you yeah, know, there's it, a, there's plenty of words they could have used to distinguish it from the other three. Yeah, rather than calling it twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, and there's there's other offenders. There's Doom. Obviously, there's Doom 2016. Medal of Honor. When that rebooted, was just called Medal of Honor. It's a matter of time before there's a Call of Duty that's just called Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon. Um, and it's just it's a bit lazy, and it does cause some confusion. Because I remember when we were looking at the uh, way back when on the first episode, one of the entries on the best games of all time just said Doom. I was like, well, is it the original Doom or is it Doom 2016? Right, okay. Specify. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, assume yeah. it's the original based on the fact it well, didn't say 2016, but like. Yeah. Just no, I agree. I agree. It's a bit bizarre. It was very bizarre. So I've got another one for you, Jack, right? I found, I found this quite interesting, right? And it's. Right, so for me, this is just lazy titling, okay? Okay. In Megami Tensor. Why is that lazy? I mean, you think of it, right? If you didn't know anything about it and you just seen it on the shelf with that name, you'd just think, what the fuck's that? Yeah? Yeah. If you translated that title into English, it, I reckon it'd be much more appealing to see if it was a type of game you'd play, which would be Rebirth of the Goddess. That sounds so much cooler to us as like English like speakers. All right. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, although, actually, to be honest, I know fuck all about Shin Megami Tensei other than that it's the Persona's a spin-off. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the universe, it is. Yeah, but I know nothing about it other than that. Um, but, like... But that might be partly due to the title. Like, I might have just seen, uh, like, the title and thought, oh, that doesn't sound like it's for me, you know. So maybe if it's called Rebirth of the Goddess, I'd be like, hmm, let's look into that. Exactly, exactly. I don't know, it just feels like, well, lazy. Yeah, I I don't know know if it's lazy or if it's just... It's like Persona works. Yeah. Although in fact, like the name Persona didn't make me look into it. It was just everyone talking about Persona 5 and how good it was. No, I, I, I get that, I get that. Right, you know, I know what you mean. As well, like it's a bit of a mouthful, Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, you, you know, you've got your you've got your main series, which is called Shin Megami Tensei. Then Persona. Persona reads fine in English. Devil Summon. A Devil Summon read, reads fine in English. And um, Devil Survivor does. Last Bible. Devil Children. Do you know what I mean? They I didn't they all so many games. They all sound like you can you can kind of grasp something from those. Where I just think with SMT, you 
you know, you're grasping at straws unless you're actually know something vaguely about it. I don't know if a direct translation would have been the answer, though, because now I think about it, like, Rebirth of the Goddess is a bit of a mouthful. It, you'd be you'd be in the yeah. same boat where you're just abbreviating it. What would it be, Rebirth? Yeah, probably, but as a title, you hear that. Yeah. I just, I just think there's more to it. Oh, like, I guess, like, North American releasing. Yeah, I'd have definitely, if I was them, thought about giving it a Western title. Uh, um, yeah. Do you want my final one? Yeah, I do. My final one, right? And I was just, I was randomly thinking about this game, and I think the reason I never properly played it might be in some part down to the title, and that is the indie game Void Bastards. Um, Excuse me, what? Yeah, it's it's called Void, like V O I D, bastards, as in illegitimate children, and like. That game, to be fair, got my attention because of its title, because, you know, it's a bit it's a bit of a swear. Um, yeah, yeah. But, like, um, I just think, like, just don't. Just stop being edgy and just just don't call it that. Like, I, I, as far as I'm aware, it's about, like, space pirates. Just call it Void Pirates. That sounds fine. You don't have to, like, be all edgy and put a swear word in your title. Which I'm aware for some people it's not a swear word, but, like, it generally considered one over here so yeah i don't know like just that that title was too edgy for me and it just put me off i, I mean like i say it did grab my attention i did play it a little bit because of it but but also like it just put me on the back foot a bit mm. i got that it's it's not quite dick touch or touch dick or whatever it's called but uh touch touch dick Touch tips. Wait. Stop <laughs> telling everyone our plans. It's how we reunite. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that, that's me done, though. I've just got those three Kingdom Hearts, Void uh, Bastards, and any game where they reboot it and keep the same title. Because fuck that. It's just unnecessary okay. confusion. Fair enough. Um, I have one more. Fire away. And uh, this this nearly entered my uh, my list for our big discussion as well. This game. Interesting. Are you ready? Fire away. Metal Gear Rising. Revengeance. <laughs> it's not. What a the word. fuck's revengeance? It's either vengeance or revenge. Yeah. You don't fucking mix the two. And you've also already got Metal Gear Rising. Like, I think the two R's just don't help. Yeah. Admittedly, I, I'm surprised I forgot that game because I often rant about how revengeance just isn't a fucking word. Oh, here's the thing, right? Metal Gear Rising Revenge sounds shit, right? If you said Metal Gear Rising Vengeance... It doesn't sound that bad. Or even Metal Gear, Metal Gear Revenge, or Metal Gear Vengeance. Yeah, it's like both it's sound so fine. weird. It's like they couldn't decide on on a title, so they kind of tried to mix three of them together. <laughs> it's like they just went, "Should we call it Metal Gear Rising Revenge or Metal Gear Rising Vengeance?" And someone just went, "Yeah." It's like okay, I'll put them together. <laughs> but yeah, no, completely agree. Fucking hate that title. And that's prop again part of the reason probably I've never played that game because the title just puts me off. 
Yeah, yeah, it's and fucking shite. Again, by all accounts, that game's pretty good. Do I have one other question for you, though, Jeff? Go on. Oh, shit, I forgot about this bit. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> Speaking of bad game titles, if your life was a game, what bad title would it have? Well, I think you're forgetting, mate, that I've already been in a hit... a, a series of hit games. Oh. Uh, there was the... I can't even remember the name of the first one. Was it just Hilly and Jack RPG? Or Hilly and Jack oh, Adventures? Oh, yes. And then the hit sequel, mm -hmm. Hilly and Jack Flies High. The yeah. flight sim about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you'd be a pilot. Yeah, because that's... That, I don't know if people knew this, but I am actually a pilot when I'm not doing this podcast. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I think, I feel like, realistically, I feel like if a game was made of my life, it would be one of those kind of simulator games that people, that really only exist for people to stream them, because why would you want to do it in your free time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, Lawnmower yeah. Sim. <laughs> I like Lawnmower Sim, dude. But And that's fine, like, some games should exist for that, but, like, no one's going to be, like, Going to the midnight launch of Lawnmower Sim or all like that. They're not, they're not, they are proper games. I'm not shitting on them, but they're not like games yeah. that people are just going to play and put thousands of hours into. I don't think. That's fair. I'm sure some people will. Like, I've heard stories of people putting thousands of hours into like farming sim and stuff, so there is something there. But yeah, it'd just be something like Desk Admin Simulator. <laughs> so I went with the, the the really shit name Run Twenty One, um, because A, that's my age, and <laughs> yeah, cause shut the fuck up, because I'm twenty one, um, and the rest. It says on Twitter I'm twenty one. I'm twenty one. That doesn't make it legal. Yeah, it does. I use Twitter as a birth certificate, so fuck off. You got your birth certificate? No, but I do have my Twitter profile. <laughs> so I got a spin last year. Didn't go to spin last year. <laughs> there was got... a pandemic. <laughs> if you got a COVID passport? Well, my Twitter bio says I do. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, sir. We didn't check your Twitter. Sorry, we'll do that next time. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? <laughs> um, yes, it's called Run 21. And what it is, is it's kind of a cross between Mirror's Edge and Temple Run. <laughs> Classic, by the way. There's a lot of running going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it's called Run 21, Jack. It's a running game. Except he can't run quite a lot, <laughs> and he can't run very well. His legs stick out to the side a bit when he runs, and it's a bit bit la-di-da, um, as it's been mentioned several times. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what it is, is there's going to be 21 different different uh, themes, themed levels, Um in each of those levels will be themed around a adult responsibility and the whole point of the game is to run away from adult responsibilities <laughs> um, because it's something I do run away from and I can't handle them so, I'm picturing yeah. like a like a level of Sonic but instead of Sonic obviously it's you with like the, yeah. the art style of your profile picture and stuff and instead of like a traditional Sonic level you're just running over the like the sound bars of a podcast recording yeah Pretty much. It's quite mm -hmm. handy that I've got one in front of me for visual references. <laughs> yeah, just imagine me running over them, mate. Yeah, I am. 
There you go, see? Doing a big jump when it goes quiet. But, yeah, that, that, I thought that's what I'd go for. Yeah, it was much more interesting um, than mine. Yeah, no, nah, I feel like, as, as, as like, I don't know, I get closer to being crushed by the adult responsibility. Like, like, like the, the map starts to, like, fall apart. Deep. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I avoid them fairly well for someone that doesn't run very good. Um, <laughs> but it'll be a lot of, like, tactical decision-making while running and stuff like that. Yeah, like, which, which one of these two responsibilities can I not ignore anymore? Yeah. Yeah. You could have like okay. check checkpoints and stuff when you like. D I don't know, like have a shower. There'd be a lot of checkpoints. Yeah, I'm not saying there wouldn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was I was trying to think of like a daily thing that's kind of like therapeutic almost, mm. or like a, a, a an adult well, just a task you have to do. Yeah. But that would also serve as a checkpoint. Well, mate. <laughs> Speaking of, like, your game that actually sounds quite fun to play and mine that's pretty disappointing, I thought it'd be good for us to talk about our top ten most disappointing games. All right. And that can be for whatever reason. It doesn't have to be, like... Uh, it's games know, we have to have played, yeah? Yeah, although I do have one exception. It's a game I haven't played, but I have watched, like, a lot of it. Okay, so you, you've still had a lot of experience with it. Yeah. And, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be a game that you, you pre-ordered or anything like that. You can have played it, or at least for my list anyway, you can have played it a while after it came out. Or, you know, that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be pre-order hype or... Okay, yeah, that's anything fine. Anything like that. So, I've got ten, you've got ten. They, they are, yeah. We have not discussed this, so they are probably a different ten. Yeah, and um, so I, I feel I have one on my list that you might have, and you think you've got two on your list that I might have, which is I've, quite interesting. I think I've almost definitely got one the same. Uh, I think okay. there's an outside shout of a second one. Right, huh? But we'll see. Okay. So, do you want to kick us off with your number 10? Uh, yeah, I do, yeah. Number 10, Too Human. Wow, I remember that. Yeah, I really look forward to that, and it was that it was that whole like Norse mythology thing, and then it just turned into some fucking space age random ass fucking codename hack and slash thing, and I was like, what am I playing? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the main offence that that game committed was not having the camera controlled by the stick. Yeah, yeah. Combat was with the 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 right stick. Yeah, that's just not on. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't well done. But I think back, back in the day, I didn't really, you know, like, I wasn't going on the internet and seeing what all the hype was for about shit. Like, it was just a matter of, i seen it, it looked great, I bought it. Yeah. And it was just shite. Yeah, it was one for me where I, I think I bought it from a car boot sale for, like, two or three quid. Um, and it still wasn't worth like two or three quid. <laughs> no, it wasn't, to be fair, but it was a long time after it came out, and I didn't know anything about it, so I just kind of... I got it because it was cheap. It looked kind of cool on the cover. Yeah, yeah. And I think I played it for an hour or two and thought, this is Oof. rubbish. Um, although, incidentally, I did know a guy that absolutely swears by that game and says that it's amazing. Wow. Um, so I mean, someone I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm glad someone enjoyed it. Yeah, it was... <laughs> but there's also like interesting legal shit behind that game as well, because didn't they use an engine that they had no right to use? 
I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I'm sure that's a thing. Well, I'm, I'm that, gonna... that gives me something to read after. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not going to check that now because it'll take too long, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. Um, incidentally, writing this list was quite difficult for me because I'm usually pretty careful with what I buy now. Yeah. And yeah. back, like, when I was a kid, I kind of didn't... Uh, didn't... I, I just loved most things I played, to be honest. Uh, so, like, it was difficult to be super disappointed by anything. Um, incidentally, I've got some. But anyway, my number 10, uh, which I want to preface this by saying it's a game I still love, but I was still a bit disappointed, and that is Kenner Bridge of Spirits. Wow, okay, I wasn't expecting this to come on your list. No, well, I mean, it's at number 10, so it, it almost didn't, but just, I love the game, it's beautiful, it's, it's quite fun to play. However, the combat's just so clunky. And it's just, from what could be one of my favourite games ever, it's just kind of average because I just, the combat bores me. And that okay. is like 70% of the game. Um, and I, you know, I played it through and finished it once. And I don't know if I'll ever play it again. And that's fine. Like, I got what I wanted from it. But it could be a game that I'd play multiple times if the combat was just a bit more fun. Yeah. Um, so that's why that gets my number 10. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I would still recommend it to people, though, just know what you're getting for combat-wise. It's not, like, that fluid. It's pretty clunky. And on the higher difficulties, it's very punishing for stuff that you can't really do much about, I find. So, that's that's my verdict on Kenner. Still love it, but, yeah, number 10, most disappointing game. Aww. From, I mean, there's probably games I've missed from, from this list. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. I imagine at least once one of us will mention a game and be like, oh yeah, that probably should have been on there, but, you know. My number nine, um, like, you're probably surprised that it's only in number nine, but I wasn't massively hyped for it, so I only felt relatively let down, I guess. Okay. And I, I'm ashamed to admit that I bought into this as well. Fallout 76 at launch. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, I don't even need to say anything there, do I? Not really. I mean, we all know what, <laughs> we all know what a train wreck it was. Like, I just... So, like, I'm not... I, I relatively enjoyed Fallout games. Um, Fallout 4 was hit and miss. But by this point, like, I just... I didn't have, like, a hype for it. I was just like, great, cool, a new Fallout game. I'm going to pick that up. It was... Yeah, I, I mean, I wish we were doing this podcast back then because I would be on record as saying that I said from the beginning that that game looked bad. Just saying, yeah. just the idea of of it just seemed terrible to me. Um, yeah. After playing Elder Scrolls Online, which almost made this list, um, but I wasn't that hyped for it. But after almost after playing Elder Scrolls Online, I did not have high hopes for seventy six at all. No, I was right. The ESO Online quite enjoyed. Really enjoyed it. I hated it. <laughs> I just found the progression too slow. And that's fair. I think that's a typical thing with an MMO. It's uh, well, hard I, to get I, that progression right. Yeah, yeah, it is, but I've played ones where it has. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. No, I, I, I get that, I get that. Um, my number nine, which will be controversial for some of the people listening to this, and will be expected from some people who know me, but the reasons might come as a surprise. But it's Dark Souls 2. 
right? Oh, okay. And I know that most people who don't like Dark Souls 2 played them in order, and that's why they don't like some of the systems, there's too many bosses, all that stuff. And all of that stuff, I think, is true. But the reason I was disappointed by Dark Souls 2 is because I had just finished Dark Souls 3 for the first time after thinking, you know, Dark Souls was always going to be too difficult for me and I was never going to be good enough to beat it or whatever. And then I eventually beat Dark Souls 3 and I just wanted more of Dark Souls. So I put on... Uh, and Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin, happened to be on sale at the time. So I, put, I went on Reddit and I was like, should I get the DLC for Dark Souls 3 or should I get Dark Souls 2? And they were about the same price and everyone basically said well dark souls 2 is a full game get the full game you're gonna get more from it and i was like yeah you know what that, that makes perfect sense so i bought dark souls 2 scholar of the first sin obviously on the same generation as dark souls 3 so i expected it to be as polished as dark souls 3 and it just isn't and i was left feeling very deflated by that and i think that's probably why despite since playing it two or three times start to finish I've never really clicked with it is because my first proper experience was always Dark Souls 3 and to some degree that's why I don't get on with the first one as much because it's just an older game um, but you know if you ask me what games disappointed me it's definitely up there because I wanted it to be something it wasn't and ultimately felt like I wasted my money for a long time until I eventually sat down and played it properly so yeah, number nine, Dark Souls 2. We Specific can all cry about it. We can all cry about it. Scholar of the First Sin. I never played the vanilla back on the 360 and PS3. And I probably never will. But yeah, I imagine That's a lot of fair. Souls fans will disagree with that because a lot of people love Dark Souls 2. It's very, very polarizing. Um, yeah. And it falls on the, the lower quality side for me. Right. But, uh, as someone that's never played it, I can't really say anything. I imagine if you did, you'd have the same problem as me in that you, you played Dark Souls 3 first and it'd feel like a big step down. Yeah, most likely. I feel like that's going to be the case. But I haven't got anything else to add on that, so do you want to move on to your number 8? Uh, yeah, I've got 8. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Fuck, I can't find the 8. Okay, yeah, nope, nope, I've got it. I've got it. What do you think it is? It could be anything. <laughs> I, can't answer, I can't answer that question. Yeah, uh, you can. You're just refusing to. It's scum. the remaster of Silent Hill. No, but it is a remaster. That was pretty impressive. Okay. I can't think of anything that's been remastered that you've played that I know of. <clears throat> it is Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Oh, okay. I don't know. Like, I, I, I just felt like it it got oversimplified it left quite a bit of post game out yeah and it the, the chibi side of it I thought it'd grow on me I really thought it'd grow on me and it fucking didn't um, I en the thing is I enjoyed it because it was a Pokemon game yeah. I don't want to enjoy a Pokemon game just because it's Pokemon. I want to enjoy a Pokemon game because it has genuinely improved. Yeah. Like, well, there, it, goes, it is a step further. I think that goes for any game. Like, ultimately, if you enjoy a game because of the series it's in and then later realise it's actually lesser, then you fall off it. Like, so, a game should be good in, a, in and of its own, right? 
Yeah, but I think I think I'm a tiny, tiny bit biased, right? Because of those issues with BDSP, I got really like excited for Legends Arceus, which we all know I've bent out hardcore on. <laughs> yeah. Right. So now I'm left with no new, no new Pokemon games that I want to play. And it all started with not having an overly great time with BDSP. Yeah, I must. I mean, obviously, I had um, Diamond, and yes. I wasn't overly keen. I mean, it, it's well documented. I'm not that big on Pokemon, so I bought it mainly because it seemed like you were having a good time, and it got me kind of on board with the idea of getting it. And I also, did. I did enjoy it, but I like you know, what yeah, what yeah. do what, what do what what do I do now? Do I do competitive stuff? Well, half of the competitors stuff from the original um, Diamond and Pearl isn't fucking in it, so probably not. Then what do I do? Shiny Hunt, where it's broken as fuck. Your Shiny Charm only affects fucking eggs. Not really. Yeah, it doesn't affect like Wild Encounters or anything like that. So what's the point in doing the radar for Shiny Hunting? And it just feels like a mishmash of laziness and things. Just I just don't think it's transferred over well. Yeah. Um, what, um, I was, what I was going to say... It's a, the thing is, it's a good story. It's a really good story. I mean, Cynthia is an absolute legend. You know, if you want it, like, hey, you know, it'd probably be an absolutely incredible game to do, like, a Nuzlocke run on or, or something like that, but... Yeah. But what I was going to say, when you first said it, right, like, right at the beginning of this little bit, was, for me, the worst of the two um, remakes on the Switch is, is Let's Go Eevee. And that would have... That, I'm debating now trying to slot that into my list. I won't because it's too much effort. But let's go even proper disappointed me. Um, um, yeah, no, okay. So, yeah, that, I found that disappointing mainly because of how the system worked. Not the XP by catching Pokemon and I just think like, like, that. like the, that. That's not, a, that's not a Pokemon game. It was just... I mean, it, was, it felt just like a cash grab on Pokemon Go trying to capitalise on how big that was and like and to also kind of revive that a little bit I yeah. don't think either particularly worked but it just it, having a Pokemon game like a main series kind of Pokemon game without the combat I know you could fight trainers and stuff but it was obviously a lot more limited yeah it was fine you could only fight them um, it just felt wrong and I didn't enjoy the mechanic of trying to catch them so I, I never finished it because I didn't care yeah um, and you can pretty no, much beat I, the I entire game with, with just whichever Pokemon you pick, whether that's Pikachu or Eevee, so... Yeah. It kind of made the rest pointless. Um, but yeah, I, I was also a bit disappointed by Brilliant Diamond, but I was always going to be, because once I finish a Pokemon game, that's it for me. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, my number eight, and I feel like I'm going to have to sleep with one eye open after I say this... It's Final Fantasy 15, isn't it? It's not. It's Final Fantasy 13. Oh, I didn't know um, you'd finished it. I haven't finished it. And the reason it disappointed me, right, is because my brother got it when it came out. And I used to watch him playing it all the time. And not really understanding the combat and stuff, I was like, oh, that looks amazing. Like, look at these amazing graphics at the time. All these big fantasy creatures and stuff. It looks dope. So eventually, like, I was like, all right, well, when he's not playing it, I'm going to play it. And... Yeah, it just didn't click for me. Like, I never... It's only recently I've been able to get into turn-based combat, so that was obviously a problem. 
um, and it just felt I just got really annoyed with it. And this isn't really a comment on the game because if I'd have known, I'd have known what a Final Fantasy game is and what that entails. But obviously, I didn't. Um, mm-hmm. But like, just having these cool characters with swords and just stuff just stood there, and I'm like, I wanna, I wanna be the one to hit them. I'm just telling them to hit them. It's not the same. You know what I mean? Like. Like I can't control how they move or anything. It's just a case of right, you do you do this attack, you you heal. Whatever. I mean, and it that's just always been a Final Fantasy case. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. But that you've was my definitely first... walked into this the wrong way, I think. Yeah, but bearing in mind at the time I was like early teens. Oh right, fair enough. And I didn't, I'd obviously heard of Final Fantasy, <clears> but I'd never played one or really watched one. Right, um, okay. and then I saw this cool like fantasy sci-fi thing that my brother was playing and he was doing all these cool attacks and stuff which obviously you can still do but I didn't really put in my head that it it was just an animation it wasn't him doing the attack kind of thing or the combo okay and it just I got got up to I can't really remember it's like a big thing on a bridge and I couldn't kill it and then I eventually did and then I got up to a fight where uh, are you talking about right at the beginning of the fucking game it was fairly it was still on the first disc I think. Fucking hell. Okay. And then, yeah, sorry, and then I got, <laughs> I sound mean, like a proper twat now, but... Yeah, and then I got up to a fight where you start with Hope on his own, I think, and he has to die, and then two other people join him. Yeah, yeah, it's the Alexander fight. Yeah, so I got up to that, and I couldn't beat that. <clears throat> um, so I just stopped, and I just forever left a bad taste in my mouth, because it was purely because I was bad at the game. I understand that, but... You know, based on my personal experience of that game, that game disappointed me pretty hard. Okay. So, that's my number eight, Final Fantasy Thirteen. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't say anything against it. I can, I can understand. I think uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen is very bittersweet for a lot of people. Yeah, most people have problems with how linear it is and stuff. Whereas I didn't care about that. It was just I wasn't good at it. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I, I love the linear to it to be honest um, I mean you've seen me play through it you've seen me play through it I got very close to platinum that on the PS3 yeah I had, a, I had like a decent time watching you play it to be fair because I I got what I got from watching my brother play it I got these nice animations and yeah, yeah. these big cool monsters and stuff but playing it myself it just felt too slow and I was crap at it so. that's fair enough mate that's fair enough uh, do you want to hear my number 7 <laughs> I do, yeah. Do you know what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that's good. It is... Okay, so this is based off the fact that I like the series. Right. And very much enjoyed it way back in the day as a kid. I enjoyed some of their newer stuff. Um, so I was... I was I wasn't like super hyped about it, but I was like, I do want to sit and play this at some point, and I finally got round to it. And the more I played it, the the easier it was for that game to just sap the fun out of it. <laughs> this could it's, be any number of things. Um, it's it's, it's Digimon Next Order. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> That's one of the ones that I thought you I, I thought maybe you were gonna say Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, <laughs> well, just just to kind of break it up to the halfway mark, mate. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is number six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll I'll double um, barrel my seven and six when you talk about it. But I think I think 
for Odyssey, I was hyped because it was the first time I played an Assassin's Creed game that was the the whole big open world thing. Yeah. Like, I missed Origins out and I went straight into Odyssey. Yeah. And I thought, because I knew, I knew Origins had had issues, so I was like, they'll definitely fix them. Odyssey's going to be lush. <laughs> um, and it just, it was just empty. It was just so void. And the annoying part was, it was... You know, it was in a time period that I absolutely love. Yeah. Um, and, like, the air fucking ruined it for me. It really, really, really ruined it. But, and yeah, n- next order, next order was just a fucking grind fest. Once yeah. you get halfway through that game, it's just a grind fest. And I don't know if that's because I was going for the platinum. Or not. It could be, but... Also, games that have trophies should bear in mind that people are going to go for them. Yeah. So, it it seemed painful, to be honest. I think I was working upstairs from home at the time, and I'd come downstairs, and you'd be there for, like, a few hours just training and then killing Digimon. and. Yep. I don't know how you did it, mate. A little bit of respect, because... Looking back, I don't know how either. Was it like 120 hours by the time you? Were there? Uh, it was. It was quite a bit more. Fucking it was quite a bit more. Unfortunately, but you are in a, a small number of people that have got that platinum. So there's that. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. It's a platinum. Not many people have, and I can totally fucking <laughs> understand why. Yeah. But you got it though. That's your badge of honor. Don't know if it's one to be proud of, but it's it's something. Um, but yeah, my number seven, and I don't know if you remember this game, it did have a sequel, but I'm talking about the original one, and it's Rage. Rage? It was I vaguely remember, is that the guy that was like very like ape-like? No, that was Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Uh, which, that game was great, by the way. But no, Rage was like, it was a post-apocalyptic shooter... A bit oh, like Borderlands yes. without the comedy. Um, oh, it's give me rage against the machine here. Yeah. The 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 bad fruit was like rage. Mate, there's two coming out. Side. Two's out. Two's been out a long time. Oh, is it? I didn't. Yeah, know this. It's, it's all like neon pink and stuff, and they yeah. kind of went a bit more on the crazy side. Um, and okay, I'm looking at rage now. Yeah, it it was it came out just before Skyrim, I think. Right. Um, and it was made by id tech or id software published by bethesda and it was a really good game it's a solid uh decently long um rpg kind of thing shooter a bit like borderlands without the the skill tree and the the billions and billions of weapons and the comedy um and it ran great, it was fun to play, but the reason I was disappointed is because for some reason I saw early footage of this game, and this is probably the first time I got properly hyped for a game um, that, that wasn't like part of the series. And I saw like right. early footage of this game and I thought, oh this looks really cool, you know. Um, and then like I think John Goodman does a voice in it and stuff, and it kind of gained some traction and and like it was just building a building and I was getting really excited for this game. I, and I bought the book for the game like a, the novel um, before it came out because I think I was in Asda with my mum and it was on the shelf and I was like oh yeah that's a game I'm excited for can, can I get the book and she was like yeah whatever 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> my mum was normally like, no, put that fucking down. We've got books at home. Uh, like she probably just wanted me to start reading stuff because I just don't read. Uh, I can, I just don't. But anyway, so I read this book and it was good. I really enjoyed it. And then I played the game and it turns out that the plot of the book is exactly the same plot as the game. So I'd basically spent however many hours just reading spoilers for this game that I was really excited for without knowing about it. And it proper put it like it just made the story boring because I knew exactly what was going to happen and when and stuff. Um, I still had a great time with the game and for some reason it had an online mode that I played a whole of once and it was crap. It had three discs, two of them were story, one was um, was the, the online. Uh, okay. I'll tell you um, what game did have a severely underrated multiplayer. Um, I did get in top 50. Well, <laughs> why done it? James Bond caught the solace. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. It was so good. Did I tell you that my mate's dad is number 24 in the world on Anthem? Is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise 24 people played it. Well, this is the uh, joke we always make, because we're like, <laughs> is that because there's only 24 people playing? But now he fucking loves Anthem. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, like, Rage was... It, it was a good game, and I never played the second one, because by the time it came out, I'd kind of forgotten about it. But um, yeah. I got the special edition and stuff, which came with a behind-the-scenes DVD. A bit like... Uh, what was it? Uh... What was the Stranglehold? Was it Stranglehold? The John Woo game. The game with the Blu-ray. Yes. Yes. Um, Unless you were on Xbox, in which you just got a making of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, the game itself was bang average, to be honest, and that was part of the reason that I couldn't get past the fact I knew what the story was going to do, because like, sometimes if the game's bang average, at least the story can keep you interested. Yeah, yeah. But that didn't really happen. And I think I got oh. up to disc two. Uh, and then left it for ages and then thought, oh, you know, I should probably finish that. Went back and did this too and finished the game. Um, it's one of those games where I thought, oh, maybe I'll play that again at some point and just never have. Okay. But yeah, that's my number seven. And my number six, fittingly, is Resi 6. Uh, yeah, no, no, I understand. Uh, for probably different reasons again to why most people would have put it on on their list for me like the my first resi game i played embarrassingly was resi 5 and me and my friends spent countless hours doing the co-op on that just replaying the levels and like getting the infinite ammo weapons i think we got most guns to infinite ammo uh, by the time okay. we started playing it so then resi 6 was obviously announced and, and stuff and we we're like oh cool like we really enjoyed resi resi 5 you know it's it's just gonna be more of that and that game was just bad. It was like... I mean, Resi 5 by no stretch is a horror game. It's definitely not. But all of the horror was just sucked out of it and it was just an action game and it was just a bang average shooter. Um, and it was just really disappointing and it was too long. Like, there was, there was what, four campaigns? Each probably a similar size to Resi 5 on its own and, like, you could make the argument that, alright, there's more to do then, but... I didn't really want to replay any of them because none of them were particularly interesting. I think the Leon one was the best from memory. And I remember the Chris Redfield one being okay-ish. Um, and there was an Ada, I think it was Ada Wong was the fourth one, but you had to beat the other three to unlock it. And I never did whatever the third one was. So right, I, don't know, okay. I can't comment on that one. But uh, yeah, it was just really kind of 
overly action boring like to the point like it's like it's like the Transformers films like when it's just big robots smashing each other you just get bored because it's just nothing in between it's just oh nah just didn't like didn't like Resi 6 <laughs> it's the long and short of it um, and I wanted to because like I say loved Resi 5 still do love Resi 5 um, and incidentally I played through all the Resi games recently before Resi 8 came out and yeah, I got you up did, to yeah. six. You did. I got up to six, and you, you as my witness to this, I got up to six. Did the opening quick time event, and I was like, nah, I don't want to play this. Turned it off and started Resi Seven. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I just, I, very strongly, I think of the games on this list, Resi Six is the one that I hate the most. But it, in terms of disappointment levels, it's not the one that disappointed me the most. So that's why it's only at number six. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. That leads us okay. into the second half. Yeah, we're in our top fives. Do you want to go first with them? I know it might make... Because we doubled up, it might make it feel like you're talking a lot, but... <laughs> that's fine. That's my favourite thing to do. There we go, guys. <laughs> my number five is Fallout 4. Okay, okay. And I almost mentioned it when you mentioned 76. But yeah, I thought it's a no, bit too early. sense that you didn't. Um, but yeah, Fallout 4 uh, was another one a bit like Final Fantasy 13 in that I, I wasn't overly hyped for it before it came out, but my friend who I was living with at the time in uni pre-ordered it, and I think he got his a day early or maybe a couple of days early, so and I was sat watching him play it and I was like, you know what, this looks actually really good, because I was just watching the early stuff uh, in the game oh, okay. it's, it's like pretty much any other Fallout game, let's be fair. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, you know what, I remember when I got super into Skyrim, played that shit ton, so maybe Fallout 4 can be my new Skyrim kind of thing. Right, okay, um, yeah. So I, I did what I always do when there's a new game out and I've got no money. I gathered up all the games that I don't play anymore and traded them in. <laughs> um, and I, weird little side note, right? So the shop I bought it from uh, doesn't exist anymore, so I can say it. it's Granger Games. I could yeah, have said it anyway. fuck you, Granger Games. But I went into that shop, right, and I was like, right, Here's the games I've got. CEX around the corner will give me £40. No, they'll give me £39. The game's £40. I know you do a price matching thing. Can I just do a straight swap for the game? And the guy was like, I can only price match as an extra 10p. So I was like, yeah. so you're really going to make me like get the money out of my wallet to give you 90 pence? <laughs> so I was just salty about that, but anyway. But yeah, so I, I traded in whatever I traded in, I can't remember. Um, and got... Fallout 4, did my day in uni, got home, played it, and I liked it at first, it, you know, it was, it was good. Yeah, was I was the same, and then it, I think it was the main story that fucked me off. It wasn't even that for me, I don't think I ever finished that, it was just the lack of things to do. And the, the map was, like, really small, and it's all the same. I know it's Fallout, like, the map's never been drastically different. But, like, yeah. New Vegas New Vegas had a shit ton of personality and stuff to do, and Fallout yeah, no, 3 it really before did. it did as well. And I just found with Fallout 4 that it was just dead. Like, it just, I just. Yeah, found it, it felt like, very empty, didn't it? And don't even get me started Fucking on. Preston Garvey! Preston Garvey! <laughs> Do not get me started on him. Oh, that was the best person? No, he was not. Yes, he fucking was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, I think we've spoke about Fallout 4 before. I don't really yeah, have much I to say I, on I, that. I, just I think it's that. Oh, Mint needs your help. No, it doesn't. It can fuck off. Defend itself. Yeah. 
<laughs> you are, mate, right? This has been such a long post credit sequence that I think it's about time I mention our sponsor, Amazing Slime. Um, so other than free next day gelatinous delivery, um, Amazing Slime also do a, a, a movie and show broadcasting service. Um, they've got absolute classics like Flubber, Aliens, that time I was once reincarnated as a slime, um, Table, Power Rangers movie, and there's some absolute bangers on there, isn't there, Jack? Sliver. Sliver, of course. Gosh, how did I forget Sliver? Ridiculous. But yeah, do do use um, code in between when you when you register for that for twenty percent off on your first three months. Um, yeah. Yeah. And from that, I'll I'll go on to my number five, Jack. Yeah, hit me with your number five. So when you think a game couldn't get any worse than the title they gave it, behold, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance! <laughs> Cheeky boy telling me it wasn't in the list and then uh, pulling the wall up my eyes. Yeah, I did. Don't talk about Wolf. Just in case <laughs> just in case he's listening. Why does this podcast have a history of beefing with animals? No pun intended. I don't want to anger the cows as well. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was just... It wasn't a Metal Gear game, period. That's it. Okay. You know, like... <laughs> so, I mean, in Metal Gear Solid 2, right? You actually play as Raiden, the, the main character in Revengeance. Um... <laughs> And it's still stealth-based. So I was like, do you know what? I enjoyed this character in, in, in Metal Gear 2. I'm, I'm going to get it. And it was just... It was, again, a hack and slash. Yeah, it's just basically um, done my cry, isn't it? And it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Because it has, it has like, this weird precision slice thing. And it, it's a fucking gimmick for five minutes. <laughs> you know? In like you know, I'd played it for half an hour and I'd already lent out a perfectly slice of watermelon. I'm really glad I spent my money on this. Sounds like Call of Duty Four. <laughs> it's just so dumb, man. It was it was just dreadful. I, do you know what? I don't think I got far in it whatsoever because I just could not tolerate it. Sick, people love that game, you know. I just couldn't tolerate it. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong or anything. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm surprised. But people love Fallout 4 and stuff, I suppose. It's just personal opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, all those people can be wrong and they can fuck off. <laughs> um, I, uh... Yeah, that, that, that's my five. I've just, it's something I did not have any form of enjoyment from. That's a shame. Weirdly, right, I've seen a lot of memes popping up about that game recently and I'm not sure why. Oh, that's that's like weird. Getting a remaster or something, or uh, just... oh no, don't say that. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> maybe yeah. one guy made a really good meme about it and it brought it back into the limelight. I hope not. <laughs> Who knows? Um, do you want my number four? Uh, yeah. My number four is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which, for clarity, is the one with Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis flask. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking broke me. 
Well, it's funny, actually, that you should call them that, because that is the problem with the game, is that, well, not so much Dark Souls, but it could be... So the thing, right, so I'm going to backtrack a bit. You, it's your issue that it's two Dark Souls. No, it's not. It's that, so I pre-ordered it, and obviously got it when it came out, because that's what a pre-order is. Yeah, yeah. And Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I'd watched a bit of it, and from the promotional stuff, it was all about these timed parries and these, like, gritty kind of, you know, lightsaber fights and stuff where you're deflecting everything and all this shit. So I'm like, this is Sekiro, right? This is okay. Sekiro with with Star Wars. And I'd just finished Sekiro. So I was like, this is perfect. I need something to not be Sekiro because I've played that too much now. I'll move on as Star Hero. And I moved on to Stark Hero, and the parrying in that game is so broken, it doesn't work. It it's just it it doesn't it doesn't respond. The timing for it is completely random, as far as I can tell. Sometimes you do it before a bolt's about to hit you. Sometimes you do it after it's just left the gun. I know that's probably not a wide margin, but it is when you're doing precision parrying, and it just didn't respond to what you were doing. So that made me hate that game straight away because. The reason Sekiro is so good and because it works is because it's so responsive and it, it it sticks to its own timings and stuff. It knows what it's trying to do and achieves it. Star Hero, for starters, didn't know if it wanted to be super difficult or just a Star Wars game. So the difficulty settings were all over the place. And me having just... 1000 g Sekiro, I was like, alright, I'll put it on the hardest, because it's meant to be like that kind of game, it shouldn't take too much adapting from that game to this game, but when you put it on the hardest well, you get killed in like two shots and mm-hmm. with the parrying not working as it should, I mean someone's probably, maybe someone's listening to this and going I have no idea what you're talking about, it sounds like you're just bad at parrying, I don't think I am but maybe mm-hmm. I am Yeah, anyway. did, I will point out, right, the person saying this did parry M- M- Melina, or wherever she's called Millennia, Millennia that's the one <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I'm not going to say how many because... times you parried her, or how many attempts it took, but yeah. you did do it. I did. I did. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doubting myself. I did do that, and I've also beaten Pontiff Sylvan in Dark Souls Three using only parries. So yeah, whatever. only parries is a website you can find Jack on. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's where I post all my hot parry vids. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like because the controls didn't respond to how I felt they should have, it made me instantly on the back foot with that game, like within the first 10 minutes. And I, I persevered through the, through the first couple of levels on the hardest difficulty, and I was I got to like this this lighter fight with someone, I can't remember who, and I was just like, why am I still doing this? No, I was like, why am I still doing this? Because I think I'm responding fine, maybe I'm not, okay, but I think I am. So I'm not having a good time because I think the game is cheating me. So I'm just going to turn the difficulty down. But then I turned the difficulty down and it just became stupidly easy that it was boring. So, yeah. That, and, and I was excited for that game, like I say, because because it was Stark Hero, as I'm going to keep calling it. Um, that, it, it just, it ruined it for me. And I'm, I'm tempted to go back to that game because I don't, I think I didn't really experience it properly because I was so frustrated. If I went back, I might enjoy it for what it is. Right, and okay. do all the, all the side stuff and that, like the collectibles and stuff. Because I don't think I 100%ed any of the pl- the planets. 
which might have been another factor. Maybe I wasn't leveled up enough or something, but it never felt like that was the issue. It just felt like the mechanics weren't working. Right. Um, and also, maybe maybe they genuinely didn't work and it's been patched since. You know, I don't know. But I can only talk about my experience with that game and it was not a good one. So, that's, uh, to be honest, I feel like now, uh, saying all this, this should be in my top two. But whatever, I've made the list, it's in number four. So... Oh. I hate that game. I don't hate that game. I hate my experience of that game. The game's probably quite good. There we go. <laughs> it's another Hillian Jack rant special. Are you feeling not good, Jack? I'm feeling fine. Do you want to tell me number four? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I will. <laughs> um, we are moving into the realms of Final Fantasy. Ooh. Is it 15? Uh, 14. Yeah. So there's a big thing. There's a big thing about how Final Fantasy fourteen was shit. It was that bad that they basically rebuilt Final Fantasy fourteen from scratch, which became known as a world reborn. Oh, and you could say a new gave... world. And fuck off. I um, myself. <laughs> and that became like like it. Final Fantasy XIV was that bad when it started that when they redone it and brought out a World Reborn that they gave that copy of the game for free to every single person that owned like Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. And like a lot of it got free. Like a lot of the game became free. And it was it was really poor poor attempt at an MMO. Which is nuts, because they've done it really well with Eleven. And you just wouldn't think they'd have got it wrong, but they somehow did. And it was just... I must I must have played it for maybe a week. Um, and when World Reborn came out, I was really hesitant and on the fence about it, because I was like, there was a lot broken. Yeah. It was a lot broken. It took quite some time for a World Reborn to come out as well. I think it was like a little over a year. I eventually tried it, mate, I spent weeks. It's been weeks on, I was just sat down, I was like, this is where it should have been. Yeah. But like, a World Reborn was essentially what I got hyped up for. And, you know, I'm pretty sure every person that purchased it on release felt like they'd just been through under the bus. Yeah. But I suppose they did the right thing, giving people the free remake, as it were. Rather than just going, yeah, that game's gone by the mm. new one <laughs> you know it'd be like if No Man's Sky just binned No Man's Sky and then made people pay again for what it is now <laughs> yeah it was it was just annoying yeah like I don't like it's weird because like I don't think many people that play Final Fantasy 14 online right now would have played the OG of it. Would you like my number three? Yes. I, um... This is the one. Don't, is this don't the tell one me. you think we can share? Don't tell me, but I think this is the one. I I think this has probably got a strong shout of being your number one. Um, But it's Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. And this is also the one I haven't played, but I did watch you play most of it, and I've seen 
you know various playthroughs on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like I've I've seen enough to to put it in there, but I I don't know if I've got much to say on it because I feel like if it is in yours, then you'll have a lot more to say. But I don't know if it is. Don't tell me because the spoilers. Uh, unless it's your number three, in which case we can talk about it at the same time. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just feel like that game. Everything that was good about Mass Effect, with the quest lines and the the, the very real feeling world, um, it's got its issues, but they're mainly to do with the ending of the story and things like that. Yeah, yeah. They, For the, do you know? I nearly put Mass Effect Three on my list purely because of its ending. Yeah, so I almost did as well, but I thought Andromeda just tipped it, and I didn't really want two games from the same series in my list. Um, but yeah, for, for everything that Mass Effect did well in the original trilogy, with its, its very real feel in world and this kind of the politics and stuff, all of that just kind of disappeared with Andromeda, I felt. I didn't really care about any of the characters and stuff. And yeah. Like, the, no, the man, combat I, you, seemed you're not well, I agree with this. Yeah. The combat seemed pretty solid and fairly fun, but it didn't mask it. It didn't mask all the other stuff that made me not want to play it. Um, okay. So yeah, as much as like I haven't played it, so maybe if I did, my opinion would change. I very much doubt it. Uh, given, especially the time it came out, I was still loving Mass Effect. I don't know if I could go back to it now because my time with that game's done. But at the time, I was still very much a big Mass Effect fan. So the yeah. idea of it excited me, and then I, for, for whatever reason I didn't pre-order it, and then it came out, and I was just glad I didn't. <laughs> um, and I, I, I've never played it, probably never will, because of all the bad things. And that's not even to mention how broken it was at release, with glitches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's my number three. No, I understand. You, you know I understand why you've put that in there. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, and I understand why it's so high up as well. Yeah, it's it, disappointment in in a nutshell is is based on how much it, how good it could have been and how much it wasn't, and how good it could have been is it could have been Mass Effect Two, and how good it wasn't is it was awful. So. Yeah, pretty much sums it up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give me your number three? Fortunately, yeah, my number three is uh, Devil May Cry 4. Devil May Cry 4 was that? Yep. Ooh. So I played the, I played the, like, the trilogy. Like, one, two, and three. <laughs> like I've just started to find what trilogy <laughs> meant. <laughs> Fuck me. Um, yeah, I enjoyed them. And do you know what, right? I think what it is, I still enjoy, I'd still enjoy it. But there was just this severe feeling of disappointment going into that game and spending a long time not playing as Dante. Oh, see, I really like Nero. Nah. Um, nah. But I will, I, that's I would also all. Say... That's all my letdown came to, though, because it was it was very much a Devil May Cry game. The story was quite nice. Um, it looked really good for its time. Oh yeah. But yeah, it it was just. Yeah, it was it was just that moment of um Yeah, it's just it really like I don't know, like I I I played one, two and three and I enjoyed fucking like, you know, slapping ten shades of shit out of demons as Dante. You know, my my love wasn't for the series, my love was for the character. Yeah. 
and to just not play them for, for such a long period of that game I don't know they yeah it just it, it made those sections really difficult to get through yeah and I think it's because they were so different and yeah. like it made that the first bit where you fight him and it's basically like a tutorial for the combat yeah um, and I'm just like I swear down if Dante's supposed to be some bad guy in this like I'm gonna be fucking livid <laughs> And like, like my heart was just constantly, constantly sinking. Yeah. Um, my take on on Devil May Cry Four is, firstly, it was the first Devil May Cry I played, so obviously I didn't have that of like, I just really want to be Dante right now. If anything, I found that when I got to play as Dante, I found the the choosing different weapons thing to be quite sort of overwhelming a little bit because I was like, I don't know which one to be using. Um. But again, that was a game I played when I was like 13, so probably just didn't think about it too much. I very much just flitted from game to game, not really caring about them that much. Until something um, really grabbed my attention. Um, but if I was going to put it down my cry list, a game in this list, uh, for me it would have been the second one. Because uh, I'd played 4 and 1. <laughs> yeah, second DMC 2 is probably the low bar. Um, I played four, and then I went back and played one, and I was going to play through them all. Like I played four years ago, I decided to play one, and because I bought the trilogy, I was going to play them all again, then play four again, and then play five, because that had just come out at the time. And uh, Alan, obviously you know Alan, people on the podcast probably know of Alan by now. Yeah. Um, he's huge on Dumb McRae. Like it's his favorite series. He's really fucking good at it. Um, so I, he's always talked to me about it and stuff, and I've always been like, yeah, I guess I'll give it a go. Yeah, you're not, like, if you love it that much, maybe I will. Um, and so I played the first one, got to the second, and I was just like, it's pretty boring, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it does have that effect. Um, so if I was going to put one in there, it'd be in the second one. Jack? Yes? Do you want to give me your number two? <laughs> uh, do you mean the game, or, like, yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah, let's Man number two, on. and you might, I don't even know if you'll remember this game, I remember it, not fondly, um, and it, it's uh, Brink. Okay. Do you, I don't know if you remember Brink. I, never, like, I never played Brink. So it was basically, right, in hindsight, it was Team Fortress 2, with a, obviously a very different art style, and a little bit of parkour. I, never, I, I can't remember if it was the case or Back if I only ever, only ever played <laughs> Capture the Flag. But it felt like the only game type on that game was Capture the Flag. Or maybe like a... Like a... Like Domination kind of... Is it Domination where there's like checkpoints and you have to capture as many as you can and stuff? But anyway... Okay. That, that game... Like, for some reason, me and my friends got super hyped about it with very right. little information. Um, to the point where my mate got to a point where he wouldn't even talk about it because he didn't want to hype it up anymore. <laughs> and um, yeah, so we super hyped that up. I think it was just after we kind of started to fall off on Halo 3, so we were looking for some multiplayer to play like after school and stuff. And for some reason, I think he started it. I think he got super hyped on Brink for no real reason. And then we all sort of fed off that and we all sort of... Right, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got excited for this game. And then it came out and it was... Oh, I mean... It, it was, was wank? Rubbish. It was... I spent most of the time playing that game thinking, this is Team Fortress 2. Why don't I just play Team Fortress 2? Um, 
and the the parkour was pointless. It, it sold itself really heavily, I remember, on the parkour side of it, and I was thinking, oh, you know, Mirror's, Mirror's Edge is cool. If you could have that in, like, a multiplayer format, that could be really dope. Um, it was pointless. You could climb on a couple of boxes and get some higher ground. Ooh. Uh, and the, I, I, I can't remember if it only had one game type or a very limited game types selection. Um, but again, got boring really quick. Uh, and, oh, I remember the story mode. You could play offline with bots or online, but the story was the game type. So, like, you'd have a scenario where, like, you're in, like, an arena and one team has to progress to the other side because that's what happens in the story kind of thing. And, yeah, it was just it was just shite. It was really bad. Mate, <laughs> um, it sounds amazing. It, yeah, it, well, it did, didn't it? It sounded pretty amazing. Um, it I'm going to buy wasn't. it now. Uh, I doubt there's any you, You've sold me. You've it. sold me. Uh, and, yeah, just, I think we probably played it longer than anyone else in the world because <laughs> it was just bad. It was, the servers were really uh, temperamental and it was glitchy as hell and it's just, just all round terrible game. So that's why that gets my number two. Okay. Um, I doubt anyone else in the world got as hyped for that game as we did. But we did <laughs> no, so. I don't think they did, mate. I don't think they did. I think that was shot. No, I think that was all on you. <laughs> yeah, probably. We we probably like carried all of the YouTube views on the trailers and stuff. It's just Connor sat at home refreshing YouTube, watching the trailer over and over again. Fucking hell! And then being like, "Oh, we're not going to talk about it because I don't want to get too hyped." <laughs> Once he's we watched it we for the 500 time that uh, day. We should have just never talked about it from day one. It would have been a much better experience. Like, oh, I've seen this new game, Brink, coming out. Yeah. And that was the last conversation we ever had. <laughs> but no, we didn't. We carried on talking about it. And yeah, it oh, you silly bastards. Rubbish. What? I'm going to see what review scores that got. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it didn't review terribly. <laughs> it got 70 based on 38 critical reviews for the PC. Okay. Use a score of six. Okay. But I don't know. I just I didn't think it was good at all. Uh, I've never on. known you to have a severe bad taste in something though, like game-wise. Well, I'd I'd, I'd pretty much play anything. Like, I I I try most games or most genres, um, yeah. and can usually find something good in everything and the only thing I think that might have been, I might have remember enjoying in Brink was the character customization. I remember that being pretty good <laughs> but that was probably just average and it just looked better because everything else was bad but yeah Brink aside do you want to give me a number two now? yeah so my number two is Force Unleashed Ooh, the first one yeah. I just, I don't know, like, I, I got really, really excited about it. Like, you, you know, the, the whole, like, new revamped physics engine and all that type of stuff. Like, everything that they they use as a promotional tool to say why this game's different. Uh, like, it just, it becomes largely something you don't notice or pay attention to, I think. You know, you really have to go out your way to, to like, really mess with, with that physics engine that they implemented. And, I mean, 
I'm pr I, I remember, right? I waited weeks and weeks and weeks for it. I bought it. I went to my dad's. I went upstairs. Put it straight in the Xbox. And played it. Um, and I stayed in that room until I finished it. <laughs> and I, I, I still came down in time for some, some beers and uh, the boxing match that night. Yeah, I think I had a similar experience with my friend Adam at the time. We um, like we it, 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 it was too short. It was too short. It was way too quick to get through. The could it could have had so much more to it, but I think what it was, it was basically it, it almost felt like a tech demo for the new engine, mm. and it really really put me off getting Fast Unleashed Two, which I feel like I had similar issues with, but it, it was I, I feel a little better. I think it played better. I think the story of Force Unleashed 1 was better. The story was better, but it was incredibly short. Yeah. I think I played both of them. Like, not back-to-back -back in one scene, but I think I played each of them individually in one scene. Yeah. The The real annoying thing about Force Unleashed 1 for me was how they advertised it with that bit where you pull the, the Star Destroyer out of the sky. And that was, like... So epic. yeah, and then yeah. you get to it in the game, and it's just a rubbish quick time event with some yeah. annoying tie fighters. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking grim, isn't it? It's absolutely grim. Really, really upsetting. Um, yeah, there was just so many things to be disappointed by in that game, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, there was, there was some nice um, uh, character customization though. Like some of the armors look cool. Yeah, and the black light table was particularly. But that's clutching its throws for someone to praise that game on, to be honest. Um, do you want my number one? Piss on me. <laughs> the After the absolute heartbreak that was Brink, the only way that something could top that was for it to be from a series that I, I love dearly. Um, and that is the case. Is it Halo? So, it is. Do you know which one? Um... I feel like yes. you probably guess. It's Halo 4. No, oh, never mind. Because the... Obviously, I, was I was going with Halo Reach. Oh no, I absolutely fucking love Reach. It's probably my favourite one. <laughs> and incidentally, Halo Reach is the reason I hate... Halo well, part of the reason I hate Halo 4. Um, because, so obviously, Halo 3, probably the greatest game of all time, don't at me. Uh, even though I said it was God of War. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh no, no! I said The Witcher Three. Uh, and anyway, it's, it's uh, who knows what the best game of all time is. But anyway, Halo Three, absolute juggernaut, incredible. How could you possibly get better than that? And then you make Halo Reach, and you're like, oh, maybe that's how you get better than that. And then the Halo One remaster by so so Bungie split and leave Microsoft and do their own thing. Yeah. And then the Halo One remake comes out and it's really good so uh -huh. i'm like oh maybe 343 actually know what they're doing and they're gonna you know show a lot of love to the halo series and we're all uh mm, everything's great you know i can now play halo one and it look amazing and the online for the halo one thingy was was just halo reach it, it was just um like it took you into the halo reach menus and stuff okay so i'm like oh 343 you know Great, they know what they're doing. We, who needs Bungie anyway? And I'm then Halo right. 4 came out. 
and then Halo 4 came out and they, they absolutely died. Oh, it's just, it's awful. They absolutely butchered the story. They, 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 oh, they just, in hindsight, right? Just just leave Master Chief, Master Chief on that ship at the end of Halo 3. That ends the series, that ends the game, fine. Don't make any more Halo games. Or, well, make prequels, make Reach or, or spin-offs or DST. Make them, fine. But leave Master Chief in that ship because if you're going to make Halo 4, just don't. Just It just, it bastardised... The entire fucking Halo story, and it made like, dude, they started adding more Spartans. What's the point in building the whole thing about Master Chief being the last Spartan if there's more of them? No, don't. And the online was crap. It was so bad. It was it was one step away from being Space Call of Duty, and the only step that was was the the original controls for Halo, which they kept. And then in Halo Five, they got rid of them, so it just became Space Call of Duty. Fuck that. And they added uh, microtransactions and shit. And they just took everything that was good about Halo and just shot it in the face. They just took the, the fantastic progression system of Halo Reach where you every single thing you got in that game you had to earn. And they went, yeah, just give us some money instead. And, and, and the story was garbage. The levels were forgettable as hell. There's only one good one. Uh, that I remember and that's where you protect this big tank thing um, and even then I can't tell you why you're doing that or where so was it really that memorable probably not and yeah I just hate Halo 4 passionately Halo 5 while it became Space Call of Duty the online at least had some fun game types of stuff so it kind of redeemed it a little bit and I'd already got past all the shit that I hated about Halo 4 that I knew was going to be in Halo 5 so I was just like yeah whatever and that, don't get me wrong, Halo 5 bad too. But in terms of disappointment, Halo 4 is the single most disappointing piece of shit ever put out by a publisher ever, in my very strong, very loud right now opinion. Um, I mean, so all the things you've said, Jack, I'm not going to lie, right? Makes, like, on me, it makes Halo 4 actually sound, like, quite interesting. And I know that you... You're gonna <laughs> turn in your grave. Oh, and the other thing, the other thing, the other redeeming thing about Halo Four that kept it Halo was Couch Co-op, which again got rid of in Halo. Yeah, 4. We, we've mentioned Couch Co-op. Yeah, Co-op a lot recently, and I totally get that. That's a big, um, a big Halo staple. I'd done it with Halo Three way back in the day, so I get it. I get it. It's a shame. It's sad. It is sad. It's just the worst. It's just, I'm just sad thinking about how much Halo 4 let me down. Do you need a hug? No, I just need 343 to stop fucking making bad games and give it back to Bungie. Yeah, 343. We know you're listening too. <laughs> Master Chief Collection was alright, but that's because the first three games were made by someone else. Yeah. Who knew what the fuck they were doing? Ah... <sighs> But yeah, I have nothing else to add on Halo 4. I think I, I got it all very explosively and very quickly. So. Oh, well done, well done. What's your number one, mate? Uh, my number one is... I think you're going to be quite surprised by this, actually. I'm surprised that it's not Mass Effect Andromeda, to be honest, unless it is. It is... Mass Effect Andromeda. <laughs> Like, I'm, I genuinely wish I was making that up now, but no, no, I'm not, I, I, like, it 100% is. 
I always expected it to be. Um. Yeah, I mean, fuck me. I know what you're saying. Like, I know earlier when you said, like, you know, the combat got better and stuff like that. I, in my eyes, it didn't. Like, I absolutely adored um, the Mass Effect trilogy's um, combat. The whole boots on the ground. It is. It's dirty. It's grim. Aye. It's tight corners. And I feel like you didn't get that. I don't think you got that with Andromeda because you could just kind of do like jetpack out of the combat for a bit and like find a, a better cover and, and stuff like that. And it just nah. I didn't even think the combat had, had an improvement. And the annoying part was is the like the way it was advertised prior to release. They made it look like and to a degree it was but they made it look like it was a like a sequel like it, it followed on progressively mm. in which it does because it's looking for a new like a new place for humanity and what have you and um, oh it was it was an opportunity for them to fix the absolute shit show that was the ending of Mass Effect 3. Well, they already tried that once. Yeah, let's let's ignore that. Um, but like, it, you know, this was their moment where they could have been like, well, you know, they 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 this is the the outcome of it and blah blah blah. And I just feel like it, they took that, done a U-turn, and just took a big steaming shit, yeah. just a fucking giant poo. I'm not. I'm not going to talk about the the the, the issues at launch with um, glitches and bugs and stuff like that because I think that's been pretty heavily uh, documented anyway by many many people. But it was it was interesting. I think I think the big thing for me right is that you have recurring characters from Mass Effect One to Mass Effect Three. Right, you've got recurring characters. Yeah. And they've got their own stories, and you, you know you, that connection with them's legit. Yeah. 100%. And going into Andromeda, you've got new faces. You're not really connecting with them. They feel hollow. They're empty. And I just, you know, I think it, I think it lost its charm. And I'm sorry, right? But looking for for a fucking planet for 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 the human race to like habitate. That's even a word. I don't fucking know anymore. Um, then I can't work out if it's on. You know, your revengeance situation. <laughs> Inhabit. Inhabit. I that's the one. The Thank you. Yeah, like I'm sorry, but as a plot point, that is nowhere near as excited as saving the galaxy. Yeah, it feels like just. It, it feels like. That should be the backstory for the start of the game. Yeah. You know, we've found a new planet, and now we've got to deal with whatever threat's on there. Not, you know, just, uh, we're not sure where to live. Let's just find a new place. It, it, it's very annoying. And do you know what I'm, I absolutely missed? And I'm quite surprised, because I kind of groaned at it a little bit in the original trilogy, but fuck did I miss it when I played through Andromeda. And that is the the... Like the political influence, yeah. Um, it, it's you know it's things what's going on with the council and on the citadel and you know the whole like 
Spectre thing, even just in the first one, you know, you're going up against the Spectre, you manage to prove that the dodgy as fuck, you get granted Spectre, and like, there's a big thing about it, do you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's fucking absolutely nuts, and it, it feels like, you know, your actions are actually, like, making an impact on, like, history, almost. Yeah. Well, and I, mean, I just it, never, never got that vibe. Never got that vibe with Andromeda. No, it felt like, like you said. It, it felt very hollow. Like it didn't feel like the the actions of the the character had any major bearing on humanity. Nothing. Whereas obviously you're trying to save the entire galaxy in yeah, the first. Thing. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, Andromeda's bad. <laughs> Straight up bad. I think it's worse than Halo 4, but Halo 4 is the, the worst for me. You're, you're a Halo fanboy. I am? So, well, I'm a, I'm a Bungie Halo So I, I understand. Infinite was pretty good. I haven't played the story. The online was fun. And I, I did have some fun with Halo 4, but that was because it was just the Halo that everyone was playing. I didn't want to be playing it. If someone gave me the choice, like, oh, should we all go back and play Halo Reach? I'd have, I'd have done that. Hmm. But anyway, I've talked enough about Halo 4. <laughs> doesn't deserve my my words. So Jack, hopefully um, whatever you're about to mention will not be reached with severe disappointment. But what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, I'm going to play Halo 4. <laughs> Ew. Um, this week I am possibly going to be doing some bacon as a practice for the next round. Okay, what are you baking? Uh, so the round is shoe pastry, which is typically... Nice! So like, you're gonna make like make, make it look like a shoe. I'm gonna make some Air Maxes out of bread. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, it's... it's I, I, re- like I reckon the judges will love them. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so shoe pastry is basically like chocolate eclairs and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm gonna attempt to make some I think you pronounce it beignette. Oh, no. I think that's how it's pronounced. Okay. It's typically like a New Orleans thing. It's like deep fried shoe pastry. Do we have any New sugar. Orleans listeners? Let us know what they are. And yeah, so I'm gonna attempt them, but I don't. We don't have a deep fryer, so <laughs> who knows how much you're gonna manage? That. I'll uh, I'll show you how you can turn a pan into one. Sick. Uh, that's if I see you. Yeah, well there is that, always. So that's the highlight of my week, probably. I'm also going to be doing some uh, Lego Star Wars, I think. Nice, nice. A bit more Elden Ring. I'm debating starting a brand new character in Elden Ring and getting someone to drop some items for me so I can get up to the PvP level, like the, the meta, uh, so I can do, have a PvP character, because I tried invading on my character at the minute, and I'm because I'm such a high level from doing nearly two full playthroughs uh i was i was basically only invading people that had that were either using rivers of blood which i won't get into because like whatever or i was coming up against um people who would just stun knock me and um because of the the level and stuff they're wearing like they've got super high poise and would just basically get me in a pincer movement and one would spam an AoE attack that knocks me down and then as I'm getting up the next one would do it and because it's two of them there's no real cooldown between the attacks so it's just not fun. 
Whereas I feel like if I get to the PvP meta level and do it that way, there's going to be more variety in the types of people I'm fighting, hopefully. Yeah. So that's my thinking. So I might do that, I might not. Um, and that, that's pretty much a lot, I think. So okay. What, what are you looking forward to this week? Yeah. Um, so I have recently took a little endeavour into YouTube shorts. Um, I'm quite enjoying them. Um, they're a bit time-consuming to make, but that's that's my fault. But yeah, no, I'm 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 enjoying doing them. I'm enjoying doing them. I'm looking forward to making some more, and uh, getting them out there in the system. Um, other than that, I don't think I've got a great deal to look forward to this week. Um, it's nice to be back in the allotment. And mm. um, so yeah, I think it's. Uh, It'll be potatoes and a couple of other bits and bobs I think going in this this year. And I don't know if I've actually asked this at any point, podcast or otherwise. Um, but have you got anything in there at the minute growing all that has grown? Since um, yeah, so weirdly, um, I've had some onions that have been hardy as shit and survived the winter, and uh, <laughs> yes. they just need pulling out the ground and washing. Dope. Well, I think I think they're, they're spring onions, not like onion onions. Oh, I absolutely fucking love spring onions. Uh, you mentioned obviously that you have started on YouTube now. Yeah. Which, you know, where would people find said YouTube if and um, oh, so 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 interestingly, right? Do you know that Twitch is Big Frankie G, but then yeah. my Twitter and my TikTok is the Big Frankie G because some fucker took them. <laughs> That fucker um, being you. Yeah. You took them. Yeah, and I can't access them, so it's the big Frankie G. Yeah, so is my YouTube. For the same <laughs> fucking reason. <laughs> so that YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter, all the big Frankie G. All the... Twitch. I, I, I don't know, not right. It, it, no, it says big Frankie G. It says big Frankie G. You should be able to find big me that way. Fran um, But I will point out we've only been uploading shots on there for seven days. And a week. Yeah. And we've already got over 3,000 views across the videos. So that's pretty banging. So get on board before I'm like mega famous. <laughs> Check it out, guys. Check it out. We, it's currently got some uh, chim, shiny chimchar hunting on there. And there's there's a, a reaction that we've done a Dynamax Adventure on Friday on stream. And it's the first time I went up against a Tapu Bulu and it was a shiny, which was fucking wild. It's pretty dope, Um Where can people find you, Jack? Sorry. It's all right. People can find me on Twitter at Hillian underscore Jack, H-Y-L-I-A-N underscore J-A-C-K. And that is it, just Twitter. Debate and making an Instagram, but as of yet, it doesn't exist. So, you know, Twitter's the one. If you want to see me talk too much about the same game, by all means, check it out. Uh, I mainly talk about the podcast or Elden Ring. But yeah, it's, it's all good quality. We'll talk though. about other things one day. Guys, that is all we have time for today. So, we'll, uh, as always, thanks yeah. for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Yes. Bye. Bye. Uh, how, how, how do I podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is a podcast? How does one um, podcast? Let um, us know. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, please don't comment. <laughs>